Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about prioritizing your priorities. What I'm trying to say is if you have a goal or something that you really want to achieve, but don't know how or where to start, this is the episode for you. Get a pen and a notepad because I have some really important insights that I know is going to revolutionize not just how you run your business, but hopefully how you run your life. And you'll get all of this coming to you after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, as always, I'd love to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first episode, or you've been with me for this journey for a long time. Thank you either way. I know that you've got a whole bunch of other places that you can be, and I'm so grateful that you, you are spending your time with me. If you haven't done so already, let's be friends on social media. You can find me at Denise George Lee on LinkedIn or Twitter, Denise G. Lee, where you will receive spunky and insightful and relevant advice to help you not just elevate your mindset, but consider new and innovative ways for you to connect with your audience and more importantly, how to be authentic to yourself and whatever stage of business that you're in. And lastly, go on and reach me at denisegeely.com where you reach my articles, access other resources that will help you improve your personal brand and or service-based business. And if you're interested in working with me, make sure that you click on the courses tab within Denise G. Lee and you can select whichever program is best suits your needs at this current time. Okay, let's talk about making a priority of your priorities. And I know that sounds a little counterintuitive. What are you talking about, Denise? I already know I need to do X, Y, and Z. But for a lot of us, we procrastinate and we delay or we get distracted and those things that we were once lit up and passionate about seem to be far distant memories and I don't want that to be you. I know that the majority of people who listen to my podcasts such as yourself are really motivated and heart-centered people. You really want to make a difference for your community and because we know that we need each other. We need to be supporting and encouraging one another. It was really on my heart to create this specific episode about how we can get ourselves out from the land of procrastination and the land of doubts and denials and fears to into that new promised land where we are thriving emotionally, where we're going for our goals, even if it scares us, because we feel that our work is of service to someone and we can definitely benefit from what we are doing. And as that being said, I went ahead and worked a list, five things that are going to help you prioritize your priorities. Now, I definitely believe this is an episode that you may need to listen to again, because not that I'm going to be speaking fast. I'm not going to be speaking fast. Trust me. It's the fact that sometimes when you listen to it one pass, you may need to listen to another time. So make sure that there is nothing that was missed that would be of value to you. But for the purposes of our time with one another, I'm going to re- say the whole list out loud 
And as you are listening, highlight or underline or asterisk the areas where you're like, yes, I really need to zoom in and focus on it. Because for a lot of us, it's not that we don't know certain areas that we need to work on. It's the fact that we haven't learned to master through it. We're not going to just go through the motions. We are going to work through the things that we need to work through. All right. So let's talk about the list. So number one is identify your time wasters. Number two, identify who you want to be. Three, explain why it is important. Four, transition your shoulds to must. And lastly, five, make a commitment to your higher self. Now let's get into it and talk about it. Identify your time wasters is a very, very big topic that I I talk about frequently in my private sessions and with others. And I definitely want to let you know that you are not alone. You don't have anything that's unique to you in that regard. I think all of us to some degree or another are experts at delay and procrastination. And I think about uh, working with a particular client, when I first started working with her, she was telling me that in addition to trying to grow her own business on the side, she is uh, helping homeschool her child. And she just feels like she's very overwhelmed with all the things that she's got going on between her child and her business. And just running her lives. And as we sat and we started talking about exactly doing an inventory, because this is what I encourage everyone to do. So that's my precursor to identify your time wasters is to take a real good heart inventory about how your day was used. We discovered as we were taking our inventory, her, her inventory about how she uses her day that she was spending up to four hours between social media and just watching movies on Netflix. Now, no shame for those of you guys who use Netflix or are on social media. I'm not saying that those things aren't bad things, but four hours is a lot of time. So four times, even if you're doing it times a work week times five, four times five, that's 20 hours. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can get a lot banged out in 20 hours and she was literally devoting it. And I asked her, what are you doing on social media? What are you doing specifically there. And she said that she goes on social media and she's looking at things that her friends are doing or some associates that she doesn't really know well. And on top of it, she just kind of is looking at what celebrities are doing. And I asked her, so after you're you're doing this, how do you feel afterwards? How do you, after you're on social media and looking at what other people are doing and what's trending? And she said to me, Denise, I feel really terrible about myself. I don't feel like I'm living as a good life. Now, this woman is very accomplished. She's doing a lot of fun and innovative things in her business. But that those times online, looking at what everybody else is doing, was actually robbing her of her joy, robbing her of really reality. Because as we all know, people prefer to actually now prefer, they most likely show their best face on social media. They don't tend to show the ugly and the bad because it makes people feel uncomfortable. So you're going to show the good, you're going to show those wins, you're going to show everything else that doesn't 
make people feel bad or makes you look in a really good light. And while it make you feel good, if you're only talking about the good things, it's on the flip side, there's certain people who come to the conclusions for better or for worse, that they aren't measuring up. They aren't worthy. They aren't doing things that are as exciting as you. So then we pivoted and we talked about, well, what are you doing when you're on Netflix? And she said, well, I spend a lot of time just listening to documentaries or stuff about food or fitness. And I asked her, so how do you feel afterwards? And she said, I kind of feel the same way. I feel a little upset about either the pharmaceutical industry or the corporate America, or I feel a little paranoid about the foods that I eat. I just feel sick and unhealthy and unhappy. And so I said, so what are we doing? You've actually got yourself for four hours, 20 hours a week, if you're just assuming, I'm just assuming Monday through Friday, she, I don't even know if she does it on the weekend too, but let's just say at least 20 hours a week immersed in activities that drain you and make you feel insecure and inferior and suspicious and angry. And trust me, if you are constantly feeding your brain with junk or things that make you feel miserable, you're not going to get a good outpour, right? Like imagine you want to get well, you want to get fit, and you're on a staple of Funyuns and Cheetos and Snickers, and you down it all with Frappuccinos and Mountain Dew. Are you going to expect to be in top physical shape by more or less eating poison? Well, we know that for our diet, the food that we eat, we know that if we we only try to get four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep a day, it's going to wreck our, our brains, it's going to wreck our minds. We know that if we eat crappy foods, it's going to upset us. How come we're not making that transition to say, or rather run parallels to say, well, what I'm consuming mentally can be just as hazardous for my health, my mental health. I want you to, when I say identify your time wasters, I'm not really going to say you need to focus on only the things that make you happy and glad and on cloud nine. No no one's going to say that. Sometimes we're going to have to dive into things that make us feel uncomfortable, things that just suck because this is a part of living life and doing it or business. I don't thrive and get hyped up and energized writing a sales page or reviewing and copy, for example, or reviewing some technical aspect with working with my clients. I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you about that. There's things that suck that we do, but it's part of doing business. Nobody's talking about that. What I'm specifically addressing is we are getting wrapped up in issues or activities that take us away from feeling good, improving our business, taking away our, robbing us off our joy, more or less, robbing us of our joy. And if you can be really honest and take an inventory and think about all the things that detract you and distract you from your goal, I want you, I'm not going to say eliminate it because that's ridiculous. Those habits were well ingrained, but I want you to acknowledge it. I want you to take stock of what that looks like. How is that? I want you to identify it. And then I want you to ask yourself, it is a time waster or it is a distraction because, and just write it down. I'm not going to ask you to do anything else. For a lot of this, just the acknowledgement of it 
is eye-opening. Let's just hold that. Just identify and acknowledge it, okay? Now, the next thing is I want you to define who you want to be. Because as I said earlier, you're not going to automatically change bad habits. You're not going to automatically wake up healthier, wealthier, sexier, and be completely productive if you've had a tradition or habit of just making yourself feel like crap all the time. No, 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 no. All I want you to do is I want you to look within yourself and identify at least five things that are who you want to be. Like, for example, one of my musts that I have, like right now in my mind is who I want to be, is I want to be active and fit. I want to be calmer. I want to be able to live, acknowledge life on life's terms. I don't want to be so emotionally ravaged just because one thing or a couple of things just don't go my way, okay? I want to be able to look big picture and not be scared off on the short-term costs, okay? Those are just a couple of things that make sense to me and my current reality. What I want you to do is take inventory of your own life and ask yourself, okay, what do I really want? And it could be obviously with your money, it could be with your family, it could be with your health, physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is. Identify it is, identify what that is. And the next part is I want you now, now that you've identified what that looks like, it could, and wrap that image and make it a little bit more concrete and say, remember how I said I want to be fit, right? What I want to do is I want to go back to running eight miles per mile, eight mile runs, right? I want to be able to uh, finish a mile in eight minutes. You need to really think about what that really looks like for you. It could be, I want to be making X amount of dollars. I want to be making 20K months. I want to not flip out angry if my son or my daughter says something that irritates me. I want to, what does that really look like? Now, the next thing is now that you know what it looks like, I want you to explain why is that important. For example, I want to run eight minute miles because I enjoy my body to perform at a higher capacity because it allows me to not get fatigued as easily. It allows me to have deeper sleep. I need you not to say you want something. I need you to have solid reasons that go behind it because here's the thing. As human beings, we have to literally build the case within ourselves to say, I want this because it helps our right brain version of ourselves to prevent ourselves from coming up with other excuses which may sound better but are actually weaker to prevent us from thwarting our own goals if you say i want to i'm let's use my example you also want to run a eight minute mile because you want to make your friend envious but what happens if your friend doesn't care about you running eight minute miles or seven minute miles for that matter. Maybe they don't, they have different priorities and they don't really matter. And you find out that they don't really care about that. Then what happens to your goal, right? Now that that reason is not relevant or 
or not important. That's why you have to have a goal that's tied to your own belief system about who you are and what matters most to you and you alone. We are not making goals to please our aunt Jackie or our cousin John or whoever or our neighbor down the street. We're doing things because we truly believe that it matters most to us and us alone. So have that why statement. Why is it important? And make it link it to something that matters most to you. Now, let's talk about transitions, your shoulds to must. I hear this all the time, like freaking all the time. And, I, and I, I've done myself this, this form of disservice. For example, I, for the longest time, I told myself that I should go on social media and be more active because I knew that I could reach more people, I impact more lives as more people knew about me. This whole business of just relying on word of mouth wasn't going to cut it. I needed to have more eyeballs on me. And that means I needed to share myself with other people. Now, but I said, I should do it. I didn't say I must do it. When you have the weight behind a must statement and saying that you want to prioritize and do something, what you're definitely saying is that I'm willing to sacrifice X and Y or Z or whatever else I'm doing. I want to fill up that space with what I believe is important to me. I am making sure that this is above everything else that's got I got going on because this is a must. Your must statement is literally a declaration to yourself and your community that I value this and I'm willing to do whatever I got to do to make sure that I can make this vision become a reality. If it means that I'm going to hire a mentor, if it means I need to cut out some TV time, if it means fill in the blank, you need to be honest with yourself and ask yourself what that looks like for you. Does it mean you get up a little bit earlier? Whatever that looks like, that commitment has to come internally within you and you alone. Nobody is going to make you value your goals the way you can do it. I think to myself, even most recently, as I'm going through my own body transformation process, I was sharing this with a friend over lunch that... For the longest time, I I was noticing that my rings weren't fitting me. When I say rings, I'm talking about my wedding rings. They weren't fitting me quite right. And it became so painful. I remember as sometimes I would take some extra like oils or lotions and just rub around my fingers and try to lubricate the surface so they could slide off. And sometimes it would, my fingers would swell and just was just a hot mess. And I broke down and I bought these like silicon sports bands and I tried to drink water pills and I I realizing that it wasn't doing anything and I remember just looking to myself and noticing that my body was changing and not for the good way and I realized holy smoke I'm getting fat and the fat is not just impacting my energy level it's also impacting my inability to wear rings, my wedding rings. And I wanted to make the decision to get fit, not just because of obviously I can feel better and look better, but I wanted to 
be able to wear the symbols of love that my husband gave me. So you're going to have to think deep inside yourself and ask yourself, what does it really matter? Why does it really matter a lot to me? For me, every time I look at my wedding rings as a as a reminder of someone loving and a commitment and just a lot of positive feelings behind the emotions of that jewelry. You have to think to yourself, what does that look like for you? What is that symbol where you feel empowered and you feel positive? And I want you to wrap that around your goals. I want you to think to yourself, what helps you feel attached to your mission of what you want to accomplish? A lot of times we fall short in our business, meaning like acquiring more clients, because we don't see clients show up where we need to reframe our mind and asking ourselves, am I consistently showing up for the love of helping other people and letting the clients be a byproduct of the love that I'm giving? A lot of us, we need to repivot and re-identify the reason behind the things that we do and that we have to have a passion for it. If we're just looking for this the, the immediate payouts, more money or fame or cloud or whatever, it's going to discourage us and it's going to help us to quit easily. But if we're pivoting and we're thinking from the standpoint of, gee, there's something bigger and brighter. And these tools help remind myself when I say these tools, I mean, these new priorities, these new habits that we're, we want to do is going to help us get in that right frame of mind where we won't try to procrastinate. We won't try to delay. We won't come up with those, those excuses. Okay, so that's why you have to make those transitions from the shoulds to must. It is a priority that I exercise every day. It is a priority that I have a strong self-care routine. It is a priority that at least once a week I do X, Y, and Z for my business. It is a priority. It is a, sh- it is a must. It's not a should. It's not an option. It's something that you have to do. And when you start making it non-negotiables, you will be amazed to see how fast you'll be able to break old habits that were actually hurting you. And lastly, I want you to make a commitment to your higher self. This is, let me explain what I'm talking about. When I first started making the transition to more of kind of mindset, pseudo life coaching, business coaching journey, I made a commitment that I was going to only speak things that felt relevant and authentic to me. And I knew that somebody was going to be blessed because I was not holding back. I was sharing from the heart and I was not trying to mince words. I made a commitment to my higher self, the place that is the fearless version of you, the place where you feel more than capable of doing anything. There's a little place within you right now that wants you smarter and fitter and faster and confident and doing the things that make you feel scared. We all have fears, but it's the people who actually fight through those fears daily are the ones that actually make a difference. And I believe truly that you are capable, more than capable of 
things that you could even dream even a few short months ago. Forget years, even a few short months ago. And it's because you're making the commitment to yourself. I want you to make a commitment to that version of you that wants you to dream bigger, that com- that version of you that doesn't feel afraid of peer pressure, that version of you that is breaking rules and shifting the narrative to something where other people would feel afraid of. What is that version of you saying? What is that version of you doing? Get in tune with yourself. Make, make a commitment to that person of you and say, I want to help you achieve your goals. I want you to move mountains. And this is what I'm going to do. When you make that that choice, you are cutting away all the things that keep you limited and blocked. And if you're doing this consistently, forget about day by day. Make it a moment by moment decision. You will be amazed to see what will happen next. Now, as a recap, when I'm what we're talking about today is five ways to prioritize your priorities and we identify your time wasters. Do that inventory like I talked about. You'd be surprised how much time we waste on the phone or the computer or on TV, whatever, like or heck, even arguing with foolish people online. Identify what those time wasters are. I want you to number two, define who you want to be. What what are the characteristics of who you want to be? What does that look like? Is it fitter, taller, more tech savvy? Is it more in tune with your business? What what does it look like? Write it down. I want you to three, explain why it's important. Put some meat behind the story. Don't come up with lofty reasons about impressing people or feeling famous because that that doesn't work. Think about non-tangibles, things that really matter most to you. Number four, transition your shoulds to must. Make them a non-negotiable. Think about the things that you will make a priority come hell or come high water. I will do this because it matters a lot to me. And number five is make a commitment to your higher self. There's a little voice in you speaking to you right now that's telling you to dream bigger and go faster and go harder than you thought. Diet. Dig into that, dial into what that voice is telling you, and you will be utterly amazed what you might hear. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you got any questions or comments or concerns, make sure that you hit me up at hello at denisegelee.com. A lot of the concepts that I'm talking about are featured in my course, Amazing Attitude. Check out that resource. I think it's going to really help you to transition your mind. You can find that on the courses tab at denisegelee.com. And lastly, make sure that you write a review. Not only does it make me know, what you like, but I can deliver more of that. And with that being said, thank you again for listening. Take care and be awesome.